Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Signalling system failure led to India train crash killing 275. Thousands march against right-wing populist government in Poland. And wealthy nations undermining work to help poorer countries. It's Monday, June 5, 2023. I'm Anthony Davis. Investigators are probing an electronic track management system that they suspect malfunctioned and caused India's deadliest train crash in more than two decades. At least 275 people were killed on Friday when a passenger train hit a stationary freight train, went off the tracks and hit another passenger train passing in the opposite direction in the eastern state of Odisha. In the first detailed briefing on the crash, Indian Railways officials said that failure of the track management system was the main focus of investigations. The computer-controlled track management system, called the interlocking system, directs a train to an empty track at the point where two tracks meet, Sandeep Mathur, Principal Executive Director for Signalling, told reporters. It also coordinates and controls the signal to an oncoming train, indicating whether the train has to move straight or switch to a new track, he said. It is supposed to be tamper-proof and error-proof. It's called a fail-safe system. Even if it fails, the signal will turn red and the train will be stopped, said J.F.R. Messina, a member of the railway board that runs the giant state monopoly. However, as is being suspected, there was some kind of a problem in the system. Explaining the sequence of events that led to the crash at Bahananga Station in Balasore District, Sinha said the Coromandel Express heading to Chennai from Kolkata moved out of the main track and entered a loop track, a side track used to park trains, at a speed of 80 miles an hour and crashed into a freight train carrying iron ore that was parked on the loop track. The crash caused the engine and the first four or five coaches of the Coromandel Express to jump the tracks, topple, and hit the last two coaches of the train heading in the opposite direction. Hundreds of thousands of people have marched through central Warsaw to protect against Poland's right-wing populist government before a delicately poised election due in the autumn. The Law and Justice Party came to power in 2015, since when it has eroded democratic norms, attacked the independent judiciary and launched campaigns against the LGBTQ plus community and reproductive rights. We're half a million here, it's a record, said Donald Tusk, the former Prime Minister who leads the civic platform opposition grouping. He said the march on Sunday had been the biggest political gathering since Poland regained independence after the communist period. There was no official confirmation on the size of the rally, though Warsaw's City Hall also gave a 500,000 estimate, and central streets thronged with crowds and protesters. 
Tusk, who served two terms as Poland's Prime Minister from 2007 till 2014, has returned to national politics after a five-year stint as President of the European Council. The march was convened to mark the 34th anniversary of an election in 1989 won by a group linked to the Solidarity Trade Union movement, which proved a vital moment in ending communist rule in Poland. Although convened by civic platform, the march brought numerous opposition groupings together and banners among the crowds called for everything from trans rights to trade union representation. Rich nations are undermining work to protect poor and vulnerable countries from the impacts of the climate crisis by providing loans instead of grants, siphoning off money from other aid projects or mislabeling cash, according to new research. Only $11.5 billion of climate finance from rich countries in 2020 was devoted to helping poor countries adapt to extreme weather, despite increasing incidences of climate-related disasters, according to a report from Oxfam. Navkoti Dabi, Oxfam's international climate change policy lead, said this was inadequate given the scale of the problem. Don't be fooled into thinking $11.5 billion is anywhere near enough for low- and middle-income countries to help their people with more and bigger floods, hurricanes, firestorms, droughts and other terrible harms brought about by climate change, she said. People in the US spend four times that each year feeding their cats and dogs. Under a promise made by the developed world in 2009, developing countries should have been receiving $100 billion a year in climate finance from 2020, made up of funds to help countries adapt to climate impacts and cut their greenhouse gas emissions. But that pledge has so far gone unmet, with only $83 billion provided in 2020. Oxfam also argues that finance should be provided in the form of grants rather than loans, though some donor countries defend the use of loans. If all of these sums are stripped out, then only 21 billion to 24.5 billion of the 88 billion remains as pure climate finance without strings attached, according to Oxfam in its Climate Finance Shadow Report 2023, published today. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.